Today on Comp, we have a bankruptcy, a writer's strike, and more bankruptcies. Stay tuned. Hello, and welcome to Comp. Hello. Hello, Lucy. Hi. How are you today? I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling strong. I'm feeling like I might die. <laughs> I might literally die of sadness. Uh, I, I didn't know this was happening. I wasn't aware, uh, despite the fact that I feel very strongly about this this institution. Uh, I haven't been there in years. Uh, amidst a sea of financial collapse, of failure of the business class, the Kellogg's Diner <laughs> is going bankrupt. <laughs> Where did you read about this? <laughs> I don't know. It just came up. I was Lucy like, told me before the show, oh, the Kellogg's Diner is going bankrupt. Like, I didn't know a diner could go bankrupt. <laughs> it's a diner that's in Brooklyn. I guess it's like, why is it in the news? This is our last egg. We're bankrupt. <laughs> um, why is the Kellogg's Diner in the news? <laughs> it's a diner that's in Brooklyn. You, you posited the, the idea that perhaps... It was featured in the show Girls. And you know I love me some girls on HBO. <laughs> Real. I mean, Adam Driver was actually pretty good. In that. I didn't know who he was when he showed up as the Star Wars Kylo uh, Kylo Vader, whatever he is. You didn't realize that he was uh, he was sucking off Lena Dunham and girls? Was he sucking her off? Well, I think it was implied. Did she have a dick? I mean, they were dating in the show. Is, is there? I, I, I didn't get past the fourth season or, or third season. Where I, I stopped at a certain point. Does she get a dick <laughs> at some point in the show and he sucks her? That's interesting. <laughs> that's actually kind of provocative. And that that's that's cinema verite. <laughs> uh, but no, but whether, whether or not Adam Driver rubbed one out in the bathroom of the Kellogg's Diner, uh, it apparently is, well, let's take a look at this. Uh, I noticed something about this article you pulled up. Uh, let's take a quick look. Oh, our faces are blocking it. Um, Brooklyn's decade old, Brooklyn's decades old Kellogg's. I don't understand what this is. <laughs> what this, why are we, like, this is apparently, they're, they're framing this like it's some kind of, <laughs> It's some kind of why is it a picture of John Miranda on his wrong button? <laughs> John Miranda was little gun. Uh, they're framing this like it's some kind of like you know like as if the Carnegie Deli was going uh, was you know had a typhoid outbreak and had to shut down, which I think the Carnegie Deli is gone, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, Carnegie Deli. Jesus. Carnegie what? is. Well, that was an institution. It point. was. The Carnegie Deli? What's the Carnegie Deli? I've it's never a, heard of that. Look, it's a. Th I don't know for sure. They had. <laughs> I'm sure they had pastrami. I'm sure they had uh, knishes. Yeah. Uh, and you know, like you know, you got, you 
got yelled at if you didn't do the. It's like when you go to Katz's. Is that the one? <laughs> it's like, no, you have to go in a semicircle. Katz's Deli, if you don't know, it's in New York. It's it, That's an institution. Yeah. It was then when Harry met Sally, when she's doing the orgasm bit, and he's and he's rubbing rubbing himself, going, "This is this is gonna be great." Uh, and the old lady's just trying to fucking get some screen time. But that place is like you go there. I mean, it's good, but like it's like, hey, run around in a semicircle and then ask for a knish, and then go take a shit, and then maybe uh, maybe we'll have one in a week. That's not exactly. They're pretty efficient. No, you're right. But, That's a, the, every every like old New York institution. Whenever somebody tells you about it, they're like, "It's great. They're horrible to you." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was the other one? That was a uh, what, what's that steakhouse? Luger's, Peter Luger's. Right. Yeah. Um, the whole thing was supposed to be like they were gruff and mean to you. They were actually very nice to me, but the steak was terrible. <laughs> I mean, I know. The, I'm sure in the past they made good steak, but whatever. Point is, these are institutions, New yeah. York icons the kellogg's diner i mean <laughs> it's just bad mozzarella sticks yeah no honestly it's a horrible horrible i guess it is an institution because i do have a lot of memories there it's not it's just that, that they're all like like me i'm trying to eat an egg sandwich and i can't like i can't shake the smell of of, of ammonia all around me that, that makes, place always smelled like ammonia if we're going based on what you have memories of then hot topic is a is a new york <laughs> institution that doesn't that doesn't raise the bar uh but here's the thing: it, 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 this article, uh, it, 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 I don't know if it's an oxymoron, but I mean, no, it can't be because it's decades old. It's not a century old. It's not half a century old. Right. It was probably opened in 1987 or something. Yeah, things that are decades old close in New York all the time. Yeah, I mean, they closed down like CBGBs and they put like a Prada store there or something, or just some leather goods. <laughs> I mean, I passed by it. Someone was like, "Oh, it was CBGBs used to, you know, where Sid Vicious used to puke into her, into into, I don't know, Madeline Albright's face. Was she part of the punk scene? <laughs> I don't know much about. I mean, I know about these things in in whim whimsy. Uh, is that? <laughs> I'm saying like in theory. In, in, yeah, but I'm saying in whimsy is more like it, it, you know. Oh, CBGBs. Oh, don't you wish you were around for the sex? Oh. Whatever. Yeah. I'm doing a. I'm doing a pogo. We learned about that in Jeopardy. The punks apparently had a dance called the pogo. It's made me rethink the entire punk scene. They pogo. I don't care about CBGBs, and I sure as hell don't care about the Kellogg's Diner. <laughs> well, I mean, they. they had, how was their eggs? And they were horrible. I right? Mean, it was it, no. It was it was. Uh, and it, look, it makes sense that they're going bankrupt. It's a based on yeah. my uh, my experience there. Do you have any memories from the Kellogg's? Diner? I've been there. I used to go there sometimes with people because it was there. It's a diner, you know. Is that when did we start thinking diners were like, you know, the Taj Mahal? <laughs> Or something, or like, or, or Paul Revere's house. It's a place you go and you get like a, a grilled cheese and scabies. Mm. You know, it, dirty water. And like, I'm not, I'm not, don't don't at me, Kellogg Diner. I don't. I'm not saying you had dirt in your water, but you know, it's just cups of water that don't taste that great. Mm. Diners don't have good water. <laughs> and uh, but apparently, this is a. The, I mean, amidst the carnage in this nation. Financially, ethically, uh, morale, vis-a-vis -vis morale. Someone said, let's write an article about the Kellogg <laughs> list for two. 
goes bankrupt, lists for two and a half million. I mean, it's all real estate. No, no one's buy, you're not buying a Kellogg. I mean, how are they not getting sued by Kellogg's? They change it. I mean, they probably changed their name to Kellogg. It's probably, this guy's probably, his name is probably Shitburger. And he's like, I'll change my name to Kellogg, and people will think I'm. It's, it's a terrible idea because no one wants to go to a. Like, it's a cereal. It's like, it's not a trap. I mean, I've always, I always thought it was an odd thing, the mm. Kellogg's Diner. This is yeah. not, it's not, oh, but I get some frosted flakes? <laughs> Shut up. Glad you're bankrupt. I mean, not, whatever. Do you want me to read some I'm, I'm sorry for the waitresses. Oh, it's an article. I just yeah. thought it was just a headline. <laughs> Williamsburg's decades-old Kellogg's Diner. This is a ne- terrible sentence. Yeah. Is that for sale? <laughs> the restaurant, a neon-lit fixture on the corner of Metropolitan and Union Avenues for close to a century. Well, was it really close to a century? Then why did you say decades? Yeah. Say, say, say nearly century old. <laughs> Do you, who, what, what are we reading here? What, 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 what outfit is this? Is this Eater? This is Eater, yeah. They should hire better. Is this because of the writer's strike? <laughs> that they're writing so poorly here? They, 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 they Lou... From uh, the, the janitor had to write the copy here. <laughs> it's like, you don't say decades old. No one, that doesn't sound impressive. Anyway, go on. Uh, the iconic restaurant. Iconic. Oh. <laughs> iconic restaurant known for its late night crowds. Every diner is known for its late night That's crowds. That's all it is. No, one, no one's having a business lunch at a diner. <laughs> what do you think this is? You ever see Gordon Gecko eating a chicken deluxe? <laughs> no. <laughs> An appearance in an episode of HBO's Girls. Oh, that's, your, uh, that's your highlight in, uh, in nearly a century. That's what you got. Adam Driver just. Eat. Yeah, r- right next on the wall, right next to their like first dollar or whatever. Yeah. There's a, a signed frame photograph of Lena Dunham's camel toe. Oh, wow. It's That's that's a real. That's like People the, go in just to see that. Her camel. I mean, I don't want to objectify the woman, <laughs> but when you say her, when you brought it up, I, I'm like her camel toe is like the monolith. I, don't, I haven't seen it, but I'm just saying I imagine it's the monolith from 2001. You know? Like, you stare into it, and then you become the star child. <laughs> that actually makes it sound kind of cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm really overselling her camel toe. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, it will remain open during the sale, says Victor Moneypenny, a broker. What? <laughs> Moneypenny? What is going on? <laughs> Victor Moneypenny. This is all fake. What is this? We live in a fake world. Um, uh, open since 1928. It's a, I, I, that is actually a long time. Yeah. Why, why is this idiot saying decades old? You know what else is decades old? Uh, um, Kenny Rogers Roasters. Remember that restaurant? That, that gone actually? That was great chicken. They featured it in Seinfeld. Mm. It was actually better than Boston Market, but I don't, I don't know what oh, happened Oh, is that the it. episode where Kramer goes to, like, kind of becomes a chicken? Yeah, so, yeah. I, believe, I think so, yeah. He's, the, 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 the signs all makes his apartment all red. That's a real place, Kenny Rogers Roasters. They had fantastic chicken. Mm. If Kenny Rogers Roasters, I think they went out of business, uh, and I didn't. And if, But if that didn't get the, the pomp and circumstance, why is this fucking place where you eat toast? <laughs> um. It became a, a pillar of after-hours eating in Brooklyn, a home for serviceable diner food. Drunk eating. <laughs> where the busy- People get drunk and then they fill their bellies with onion rings. This is a New York institution, Ray. <laughs> Have some respect. This, <laughs> <laughs> this is, <laughs> we're talking about like it's the fucking Wall Street Bowl. But behind the gleam of its stainless steel frame, Uh-oh. 
Court records show the restaurant was facing a darker reality in which its owners have been struggling to make ends meet for years. Wait, wait, that's not a darker reality. It's <laughs> yeah. just a, a struggling business. Darker reality what? is kids in the basement. Yeah. yeah. What, 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 who is writing this? Is this Eater? I thought Eater was like a food blog. What's the darker reality? <laughs> oh, like a lot of demons. I got a lot of demons in, in, inside. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I over, I overpay for the bacon. I can't figure. I can't find a good bacon distributor. <laughs> it's my cross the bear. Uh, what is this sh- garbage? Anyway, but anyway, it doesn't. It, wow, there really isn't any more to this story. And a bit to turn things around. Sidorakis, I guess that's the owner, adopted a try anything approach at Kellogg's. How about stop wiping your ass on the burger? <laughs> right. Yeah. That could help. <laughs> How about bringing it out when it's hot? I got. I mean, I, like, I, I, every time I've been there, it's not. Look, it's not terrible. You don't go there and it's like, oh, this is the worst food ever. It's just not. And diners are supposed to be great. Yeah. Not, not like epically great. But the diner is in Long Island and in Jersey and maybe a few other places are from, like, you know, are from, like New York City diners are not great. Mm. You you go there, you get a, 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 a buffalo, a bison burger, deluxe. You get a matzo ball soup at a diner. You get a you get a wonderful basket of shitty bread, mm. but it's it's magical. It's like you know you 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 get some you get an English muffin. Remember when Goodfellas when he gets the English muffin? Oh yeah, amazing. I, a place where you can go at two o'clock in the morning and get an English muffin, mm. and they and they couldn't figure it out. <laughs> unreal, uh. unreal. Anyway, welcome to the show. That's the first cat. Is there more to it, or do, do they sell them short? Um, I guess one more paragraph. Uh, sure. sh- sh- try anything approach at Kellogg's. She hosted comedy shows and other community events. Wait, there was comedy shows there? <laughs> what? What at a diner? <laughs> I look. I, I did everything I could to make this thing profitable. I had uh, you know, <laughs> open mic comedians bother people while they were eating. I mean, honestly, I, even if Greg Giraldo came back from the dead. No one in the diner wants that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Patrice O'Neill bothering you while you eat a uh, while you eat, <laughs> eat, eat Jello. That's not the place for comedy. Uh, anyway. Yeah, just so, some families there after a funeral. Yeah, <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> and somebody's sad. doing their t- trying they're trying out their Tinder jokes on them. <sighs> what kind of family goes through? I mean. I don't want like money shame people. It's not money. I mean, you, I'm just saying, going with diner after a few. You, go you think the, that's a classless move? I'm not saying you. <laughs> I go, feel like I've done that before. You go to well, like a slightly like you go to one of those old timey like a German restaurant or like one of the, one of those places that your parents go to that's like fine. Right. You know, they serve Jägerschnitzel or something. The food's not great, but the aesthetic is kind of fancy. It's kind of cottagey. Yeah. You don't want to go to a neon, you know, uh, drunk tank. <laughs> full, full, you know, uh, tr- pass themselves off as a cereal company. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm sorry if I, you know, rained on your uh, <laughs> bereavement. I, I thought we were going to have, I thought we were going to have a nostalgic storytelling set. I thought you were going to have lots of crazy stories about Kellogg's Diner. I think they made you, they make you get cash. I'm trying to remember. Is it one of those places? <laughs> With with annoyance, I think it was. I think you had to go to the ATM and like they had an ATM and they charged you like an exorbitant fee, like more than usual. And they wouldn't like they wouldn't take 
uh, debit cards. <laughs> I think that's true. I think when you, you're at 1 a.m. and like, go get, go to the ATM and get cash. What the, what is this? <laughs> what am I doing? I mean, I mean, look, I accept that from like a Chinese uh, kitchen restaurant, you know, like in, in the middle of like a Long Island sh- strip mall. Mm-hmm. And I say I accept that because I order my wontons and my, and my uh, sesame chicken and they, ha- and they got me by the balls. Right. This is years ago. <laughs> uh, but what I'm saying is like, you know, they, they can pull that shit. But a diner, no wonder they're out of business. Mm. No one wants to go, go get cash. <laughs> what, what is this? Yeah, you're right. What's your nostalgia? I mean, I don't know. I can't really remember any good memories from the Kellogg's Diner. Yeah. I, I thought you would have some. I mean, I have I have better memories of being attacked by homeless people. <laughs> I don't know why this is a story. Uh, anyway, should we move on from the diner? I, I don't want look, I don't want to kick them while they're down. Right. Uh, even though we just spent 15 minutes doing that. <laughs> I guess they're staying open. I, 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 you know, it's funny. Like, I felt like this kind of freedom to like, just, yeah, just fucking, they're done. But apparently like they're trying to keep it going. Mm. So like, we just really did a number with our, with our, with our, with our massive audience. We just did a number on them. <laughs> we really laid into the Kellogg's diner. You better watch out. <laughs> if you, if you show any weakness in New York City with your foodstuffs, we're gonna mean Lucy. You're gonna pounce on you. You know, what? I got an idea for them. By the way, I got an idea. It's something that I would actually go to the Kellogg's Diner if they served Dove. Mm. Now, this is not the same thing we were talking about a month or two back with me wanting to have Doves at the wedding. I know I talk a lot about Doves in various fashions, and that's just who I am. I'm a Dove boy. <laughs> I looked up, I don't know where I got this idea, but I looked up dove meat. I think I tweeted like, where can I get dove meat or something? No, I, that, that, at that point I actually wanted it. Yeah. People probably thought it was a joke, but I tweeted a couple weeks ago, like, you know, where in New York City can I find? And it was a serious thing. I know I'm not usually serious on Twitter. I, I, I laugh at, you know, when school shootings happen, I'm like, yeah, let me, I don't really. But, th- but this was deathly serious to you. I wanted dove meat, and no one had an answer. Mm. Uh, I called a butcher shop, not mine. Mine doesn't have it. Uh, especially, but they said they can get me pigeon. Now, apparently, people keep telling me pigeon and dove are the same thing, basically. Dove meat is supposed to be fantastic. It's supposed to be, like, uh, earthy and juicy, I think, or, or stringy. I don't know. But why? Like, they should serve exotic meats. I mean, look. I, oh man, a, a diner that serves exclusively exotic meats. Look, I mean, I think that would do well. Shout out to Olympic Diner in Deer Park, where I used to romp around. I used to enjoy the chicken deluxe there. Uh, they do not sponsor me. I haven't been there in years, but I, I, I have fond memories of the Olympic Diner. Mm. Sort of. I mean, it's a diner, but the point is, they had bison burgers, which is not that uncommon for a diner. But when I was a kid. Bison in the night, growing up in the nineties, bison was like a. I mean, you wouldn't think a diner would have a. I mean, am, am I am I crazy to say bison is like a, a groundbreaking meat? I remember at some point thinking it was kind of groundbreaking. Yeah. It is kind of the foundation of this country, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> we like literally, I mean, we we ate bison so much that we just shot them and left them where they were because we had so much bison. Mm. And the, and the Native Americans were like, can you not? We might want to. Get the bones later and make a make a soup or something, and now it's all rotting on the floor. 
And, and we're all like, screw you, we're going to Oregon. <laughs> uh, or, you know, or California. And we just like, I mean, it must have been amazing to like walk around. We're like, you know, what do they do? They, they have a carriage. What, what, what do you call the people on your Oregon Trail? What are they, covered Pi- wagons? Pioneers? Covered wagons? I don't think you call the people covered wagons. No, but they, they rode covered wagons. But yeah, they rode covered, yeah. You ride around the covered wagon and, and around around America in the 1800s, and it's just, it's just bison. It's There's so much dead bison around that it's like goose shit on a field. Mm. I, I went to school to a, a school that was like near the water, and it's not in a fancy way. But that, and that's actually terrible. I mean, it was like a probably a few blocks from the from the from the shore, but like all that meant was that like the fields were just caked with goose shit. Like you, you go out to gym class, you're trying to play like you know a European handball, and there's just goose shit everywhere. <laughs> and that's what bison were. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I don't know what I'm on about. <laughs> Should we move on? No, wait, no, but that's that's let's finish this dub meat line of thought. Oh right, the dub because meat. Because it, it it you because you called a meat place. I called a meat place. I mean and a butcher it, shop. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, you asked them if they could get you pigeon meat. I asked if they could get me dove meat. Well, and they were sorry. They said that you they could get you pigeon meat. Right. But it was actually like you told me that it actually they told you that nobody had ordered pigeon. Meat before, and well, that they had like basically one frozen pigeon that's not in, 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 a, in a freezer somewhere in Michigan, and like, yeah, like we can order it if you want it, right? Well, the distributor, <laughs> it's a very funny way to put it. <laughs> the distributor had it available, uh, and, he, and this is and this is a butcher shop that's like kind of a hipstery, it's good, they make good, like good meat, but it's kind of like young, bearded guys who like really want to get into making sausage, it's not. You know, <laughs> It's not like old, like German or Polish dudes who's like, you want the kibasi or not? It's like these guys like, oh, look how much friggin' juniper berries I put into this, uh, this, this, um, cheese and parsley sausage drink. Mm. I did two sausages. I was trying to think of something else. <laughs> juniper steak. <laughs> Point is, these, these are the kind of people, they, 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 are they, and even these people are like, no, no one ordered this shit. You moron. I can I I hear how fat you are on the phone. Stop it. <laughs> Stop trying to find new meats. <laughs> you don't need new meats. <laughs> we should order that pigeon. We, we're going to go. Yeah, no, definitely. We're going to have a pigeon party. Yeah. Uh, it's wild pigeons. Not, you know, anyway. I mean, there is. I mean, look, if, if we can't get it from a, an official distributor... The, the streets of New York City are, are lush with pigeons. Why don't we just eat a rat while we're <laughs> Why don't we just, why don't we just like. I'm not pi- saying let's eat, like, I'm not saying let's eat like one of the, one of those dirty pigeons where like its body is basically falling apart from, from years of uh, neglect on the streets of the city. But there are some beautiful pigeons out there if you stop and look around. How about we just, these are what we're going to, you know, in that same, same vein of thought. How about we get a homeless guy? I don't mean one of these young homeless guys, you know, there's. You know, got an RV and lives on you know Meeker Street under the over on the BQE overpass, and they're just basically camping. Uh, old school homeless guy, been on the street for years. We bring him into our home, we feed him, we give him a bath. We have him take a bath, mm. take take a nap if you want. Once he's gone, we take that bath water and we make soup. <laughs> that's what that, that's what you're saying. Eat a pigeon off the street. 
What do you think they're eating? They're eating Freon and like, you know, and ball bearings. Well, look, there are pigeons there every once in a while. I'm saying there's a rare type of pigeon out there. You maybe see this kind of pigeon like once in like 500 pigeons. But it's what I might describe as like an ingenue pigeon. An like, ingenue pigeon. <laughs> yeah, like something, a pigeon is relatively young. Its coat is still kind of white and pinkish. I don't think everyone in our it demographic. Been, it hasn't been gnarled up, chewed up, and spit out by the city yet. I'm sorry if I uh, think less of my audience than I should. But, but not everyone might know, understand what, what you mean by ingenue. <laughs> so what, why don't you elaborate? What, what is it typically? An, an ingenue is like a young girl who a professor is trying to like sleep with, right? <laughs> That's basically what it is. You know, that is weirdly like a succinct and correct way yeah. of putting it. Yeah, it's like a it's like a young girl who's like plucky, I guess, in theory, yeah. and like, and she's full of spark and vigor, and like, but really, it's just some like sixty year old fat professor's like likes the way she looks in a freaking tweed skirt, <laughs> and just you know, offers offers to like you know, let her go pass fail if she uh if she if she slobs his knob. <laughs> Man, you nailed it. That's exactly <laughs> what an ingenue is. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, imagine that, but a pigeon. Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, what what makes an ingenue pigeon? Is it just not like? Is it not? Is it not excuse me. Does <laughs> <laughs> not. Does not. Does not. <laughs> I'll I'll start over. What makes an ingenue pigeon? Does it not have tuberculosis? <laughs> Oh, I they definitely don't have a spot of tubercul for tuberculosis. I don't think you can be this beautiful with tuberculosis. I mean, what do you but what do you envision this beautiful pigeon looking like? Every once in a while, you see one. Well, oh, you're being serious. You actually see pigeons. I see pigeons like this sometimes. They're they're still they're still kind of their coats are still uh, kind of silky and white, and its wings are kind of pinkish. And you're uh, seeing a seagull. And it's <laughs> a. And it just has a lust for life in its eyes. I, th I feel like you just think every bird's a pigeon now. <laughs> like you see a bald eagle. Like what a majestic pigeon! <laughs> look at look at that pigeon pick up a uh, that pigeon can pick up a boy and eat it. Uh, can can eagles do that? Eagles are pretty strong, right? Oh yeah, those are some strong pigeons. Right Imagine there. if we had a child, or if anyone had a child. But if, no, it's worse if it's ours. Mm. And we imagine we had a child. We, um, we don't ever go to Central Park, but I envision in this scenario that we're prancing around Central Park with our stupid kid. <laughs> and he's like asking, he's asking, you know, some dumb question like, you know, what, like, why is the sky blue? If Why isn't it purple? I'm like, what? <laughs> I mean, I was going to answer you, but then he said, why is it purple? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, why, well, it's one, one thing's a valid question, but then he's just like, why, the sky should be purple and green. Like, I, 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 I I'd rather you got some disease. Point is, <laughs> I would love my child, but I mean, it's, that sounds, it's, I mean, I'm imagining an infuriating child and it, it just gets picked up by a bald eagle <laughs> or, or five-year-old child and just, I don't know what then. I mean, I guess it goes up to the, to one of those co-op buildings and drops it. Oh, wow. For him, I go her, them. <clears throat> Them. <laughs> or non-gendered non baby. <laughs> I mean, what could be worse oh, than man. that? What could be worse than watching your own child to get picked up by a... I mean, can an eagle do that? I, I think that, okay, a, fi a five-year-old might test a bald eagle's strength a little bit, but I think it could do it. Three-year-old, definitely, right? Three-year-old, for sure. Oh, imagine you had an infant and an eagle just plucked it. Oh. Wow. What, what, would, you, what would be your first move? I, I just, I mean, 
look, my instinct would be to would be to grab my my baby's uh, legs. You'll rip the legs but, off. But yeah, yeah, you don't want to do that. My first move is to rent a, is to get a car and drive. We're gonna go to jail. <laughs> no one's gonna believe that. Like a no a bird. I mean, it's like John Bonet Ramsey's parents. It's like no, an eagle stole it from him. We were in Central Park and an eagle took him. They're gonna. They're gonna, all they're, they're gonna talk about how I made, I turned them into exotic meat <laughs> or baby and we ate them. Oh, they're, they're gonna clip so many parts of this podcast uh, with us talking about our, our fetish for exotic meats. They're, 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 no one, they're, what would they call me? The, the, they'll call me Santa Paws. <laughs> it won't make any sense. <laughs> Santa Paws, because I'm fat. And, uh, and, 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 and they picture me pawing my child, but I didn't. The eagle took it. What are we talking about? <laughs> I just I just can't believe that your your instinct if our if our infant got kidnapped by a bald eagle would be to would be to make a run for it and not to, you know, I, I don't know, get a get some rocks. All right. Well, Maybe first of all, it. look, the, at this point, the baby's going to die anyway. So, like, why? why right. Exactly. Why don't I just start chucking some rocks at the why are we? Well, why are we consigning ourselves to a life in prison? The baby's going to die anyway. Mm. This whole idea that you're like, oh, we, you should go down swinging. <laughs> I'll I'll swing a, a hammer. Um. <laughs> I'll swing a hammer in our new life off the grid. That's basically what I was thinking. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to make a cabin analogy. Thank <laughs> you. This is why we're this is why we're uh, whatever we are. Yeah, getting married. <laughs> yeah, whatever this is. <laughs> anyway, uh, enough about the birds. There is a strike in the land. Oh yeah, I'm on strike. You are on strike. You are. Uh, Ask me to write a poem. I wouldn't because I'm, <laughs> I, I I have solidarity. Oh. Although I should because you know I'm not in the Writers Guild. <laughs> Why am I not in the Writers Guild? How come no one uh, poached me to be to write for their uh, variety sketch show? <laughs> I mean I, I I mean listen to what I just, the improv I just did for 20 minutes about birds and then my child. This is America needs this. <laughs> Like hating, hating my child, throwing a hammer. Bird takes my child. Why am I not writing for SNL? <laughs> anyway, no, you're on. You're on strike. The what is this, the Writers Guild of America is. Uh, they want. What's the deal? They want streaming. They want. They want royalties for when like the the show You, which is about a guy who stalks women and then kills them, but he's fun. <laughs> They, that, 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 whoever made that show was like, I need more money every time this airs at a hospital <laughs> or whatever. Pretty much. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. much it. Yeah. No, it's fine. I mean, look, here's the thing. I don't know. I, I, we could talk about how shows aren't that good anymore and, like, the writing's not that good. What, are you going to take the side of, like, Netflix? You're going to get, you're going you, you, you're gonna to side with the... The Hearst, the Hearst Publishing Company, are they still around? Um, yeah, Hearst is around. Who are the antagonists in this Writers Guild thing? Um, I think uh, Netflix is in there. Uh, Hulu is in there. Um, pretty much all of the major streaming companies, I think, are, are struck companies, as they say. Max. Apparently, I just saw a commercial for Max, which is HBO Max, but they've rebranded it again. Is that part of the strike? <laughs> is that, is, that, is that in solidarity? <laughs> HBO is is uh, 
changing changing its name in protest. What are you de- What are you demanding for the strike? You should get in on this. Yeah. I, if I if I was in the writers guild, I would demand. I mean, obviously, dub me. Um, but you know what? What do you? You should try to get your seat at the table. Um. Yeah, with the seat at what table? The villain table or the or the or the union table? I just mean you should try to get your beak wet. <laughs> you know, like the royal, like the royalties might be a pipe dream, maybe not. I don't know. I mean, I'm in a different. I'm in. A, I'm in a butcher's union, so I, I, uh, yeah. I, you know, I have solidarity. I'm not gonna, you know. I'll, what, what does the? I will scab in a heartbeat, though. Anyone who needs a writer, <laughs> I will scab. I will write a eulogy. I will write a letter to your baby if you want. Um. I will, or a show, you know, or movie, any of those things. I'll write, uh, I'll, I'll write, you're going to die tonight and, and, and just leave it in your mailbox. And you're like, who said this? And it's like, you know, I'll do anything. Just to show. That's your calling card. Like uh, going to like streaming company execs' houses and slipping a little note that says you're gonna die tonight in their in their in, in under their door. That's your calling card to show that you're available. For, your writing services are available. I, I, mean, I was just thinking of doing it to a random old woman, but sure, I got the streaming company. Sure, that 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 makes sense. That's a rando. Yeah, sure. Not some old defenseless woman who's just scared. That that makes me you, thank you. you. You really do kind of like you know soften the edges of me. <laughs> um, um, what is like where 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 what is? Wait wait I I gotta ask you a question yeah. about something you just said. Yeah. You said you're part of the butchers union. What kinds of things does the butchers union strike over? Um, not getting enough. Sometimes when we you know we're allowed to take scraps now not like. It's, it's not officially, but like it's it's customary that we take scrap. And sometimes, you know, you're cutting a steak, you cut the fat off, and sometimes you leave a lot of meat where you know you, you're kind of generous with the cut, and you got and you take home a nice fatty steak mm. piece, and uh, that that's part of your per diem, your 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 gratis, right? And uh, and sometimes these butchers, they 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 try to. These, these head butchers, they try, they try to rein it, and I'm not gonna. Have, I They're trying to cheat you out of your residuals. It's basically residual, yeah. yeah. Um, also, uh, they, they won't let us sexually harass anymore. Oh, that's no good. And so we're, we're, we might strike over that. <laughs> I, look, why am I have this job if I can't tell the woman she's got nice, uh, nice uh, pumas? <laughs> that's her breast, by the way. What is a puma? Is that like a, a big cat? Yeah. Well, I call I, I tell women their breasts are like pumas, and then and then they hand them their London broil. Yeah. Well, that yeah, that's necessary for you to do your job well. London broil for the lady with the pumas, and I mean tits. <laughs> um, I've been written up many times at work. It's, it's surprisingly progressive at my butcher shop. Mm. They don't like it when I yell at women. <laughs> I tell them, you know, because they'll they'll get their number and they'll be like, uh, I, 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 I'm this person. And they'll think like someone's like, you know, ahead of them in line. Like, you know, you have these numbers, these ten number tags you take. And they somehow go, I was here. I, I, I think, what, what do you think? She brought the number from home? The old lady? Like the old, so I yell at them. I say, shut your mouth. I'll, I'll, I'll do you in like that post office lady who I, who I screamed at. Um, and I throw uh, cocktail wieners at them, and some, someone said that was sexual, but it wasn't. It's just little hot dogs. Mm. It's not really like a dick, right? 
Why'd you ask me about the butcher shop? Yeah, sorry. It's, a, it's a whole can of worms. Like, <laughs> anyway, so what what what's going on? The, the late night shows are not uh, don't have are they shut down or are they doing the whole thing they did back in 2010 or whatever when they like grew beards? Remember when Conan grew a beard? And, yes, yeah. And then that and, was 15 years ago. And didn't Jay Leno like like the whole thing was like you know. He did a monologue, but it was, it was something without, like, a writer. It was kind of, like, awkward and weird, right? Mm-hmm. And he did it from the desk. He didn't even stand up. And then, like, Jay Leno just go, I write my own jokes. <laughs> and he just, like, you know, effectively scabs. Yeah. What a garbage guy. Is he, is, he, is, he, is he recovered from his wounds from crashing his car into a school or wherever he did? He had a big, oh, bad car. Oh, right, yeah. Motorcycle accident. He got badly burned. Yeah. Is that karma? I don't know. Maybe. So what's going? What what do we what do we stand to gain here? We're a union shop house. <laughs> we're, we're we're a union shop. We're well, the, no show is not union. Oh. <laughs> you better watch your ass. I'm in a strike. Yeah. Uh, I I almost said something. I won't. Um, I won't say it. <laughs> I was gonna say I was gonna strike you, but I'm not gonna uh, strike you. <laughs> oh. I would. I've never hit you. Oh. Don't awe me. I love how you awe me for not like, for saying I wouldn't hit you. Uh, this, is, this is a wild show. Today. It is wild. There's uh, a lot of carnage out there. Is there more about the writer's strike you want to talk about? Is there, uh, we can pull up the article, yeah. Yeah, let's, let's see what uh, these, these, these uh, rats are up to. In, in a positive way. <laughs> the first Hollywood strike in 15 years began Tuesday as the economic pressures of the streaming era prompted unionized TV and film writers to picket for better pay outside major studios. Studios, a work stoppage that is already leading most late night shows to air reruns. Uh, no contracts, no content, sign carrying members of the Writers Guild of America chanted outside the Manhattan building where NBC Universal was touting its Peacock streaming service to advertisers. Well, I mean, like, to be fair, I don't think that the NBC was like, we won't give you a contract. We just won't give you, like, you know. Your little, your little the money per- you want. The, well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. what was what, so what is this streaming thing? They're, they're worried that they, they don't get residuals when it airs on Peacock. Is that what's happening? Like the guy who made Empty Nest and like Wings. Well, there's a couple of different things they want. I think it. You it, see Wings? That was a great sitcom. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Um, it has to do with residuals, but it also has to do with um, like how long writers are paid for and how much writing staff there is for streaming shows. Uh. Seems like an odd time. Like things are not going well. Is this really the time? I mean, is this the time to strike? Um, like literally and figuratively. I mean, you know, we're like we got, I think so. we got I bank. Mean, we got banks shutting down. We got Kellogg's Diner shutting down. <laughs> the but my butcher shop is, might go bankrupt. Really? About, yeah, there's an article in the Times about it. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> it's an important butcher shop. Well, look, it's a this institution. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I think so. Okay. <laughs> Look, I think it's the time to strike. Far be it from me to question uh, a union that has never done anything for me. Hey, look, I'm, I'm, I, I, my lips are sealed. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a good union woman. I'm not. I, I stand with, the, I stand with the picket line. Look, I'm not saying. Look, I, I'm with the picket line. <laughs> I'm against Netflix. I'm against. I will scab though. If you want to give me a call, Ted Sarando, I will write you a show about a dog who has sex with uh, other dogs, <laughs> and maybe and maybe a bird. 
I, I'm into birds, if you haven't noticed. Uh, but I won't make that the whole thing. We'll talk. Uh, um, the union is seeking. Okay, here. So here's the the meat. Sure, let's the get meat, to the meat. The meat and potatoes. The union is seeking higher minimum pay, more writers per show, and shorter exclusive contracts, among other demands. All conditions, it says, has been, have been diminished in the content boom driven by streaming. How many writers do they need uh, to? Um, yeah, I was going to show. Uh, Wednesday was a massive show, though. I was going to make a little joke about the Adams Family show, but that was massive. That was. That Who was am huge. I to shit on the, the Wednesday show with the girl with with the with the Jenny Ortega? And all you got to do is uh, give an underage girl a mental breakdown. Did that, did that happen? <laughs> Apparently, she said that she kind of got she got driven kind of crazy by the whole like. Uh, Ooh, by uh, Louise Guzman schedule. Louise Guzman. <laughs> Not by Louise Guzman. Was he yelling at her? Throwing beer cans at her? I mean, look, I know he's wearing a suit in the, in that show and a little mustache, but I mean, I look, I think Luis Guzman's a, a great guy. I'd love to meet him and, and, and you know, hug him and, and, and have a parade with him. But, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he threw beer cans at Jenny Ortega. Sure. Yeah, it does seem like something he'd do. Maybe, like, just not even to, like, he'd hit her with one to keep time while she was dancing. Yeah, yeah, like, he'd throw it at her feet. Yeah. But, you know, these kids are so soft. I mean, people used to throw cement bricks at him, probably. And, and Luis Guzman. <laughs> I bet you when he was coming up and whenever, in the Groundlings or wherever he's from, people would just throw rocks at him. <laughs> you know, older older improv guys. Like uh, Martin Short or whatever. But that's only because he's racist. Mm. The joke. I love Martin Short. <laughs> um, again, I don't remember. I don't know what we're talking about anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're, look. Uh, this isn't a SAG strike. This is a writer's strike. Set. Oh, okay. I thought you were making a joke about sagging, like sagging asses and tits or something. Anyway, <laughs> I, I look. I forgot sag was a thing. I'm not in those unions. Yeah. I'm in the butcher union. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, we'll move on. Look, we're with the strike. Yeah. I don't know what does that help you. <laughs> are we? Are we moving? Are we moving the needle here for you? You want me to grow another beard? What do you, what, what do you want from me? You want, you want me to, you want me to, you want solidarity and then not, n- never hire me? Fine. <laughs> I'll make my own movie. And I am. Stay tuned. Anyway. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Do <laughs> you think I'm being, wait, do you think I'm being too harsh on the union, even though I'm not being harsh at all? No, no, I don't think so. I'm being, look, the union needs someone like me. You do. Yeah, they do. Imagine if I was out there in like in Hollywood, just like, you know, with a, <laughs> With a with a hoe, you know, one of those like farming implements, <laughs> and I'm just like just waving it, at, like at, on Rodeo Drive in Beverly Hills, which has nothing to do with like the. You know, I mean, pe- some people in, in the business live there, I guess. But I'm just but I'm just on like Rodeo Drive, you know, the famous shopping Beverly Hills thing, just screaming about <laughs> streaming residuals while people are trying to have outdoor dining, and I'm just fucking throwing uh, clumps of dirt. That I brought from home because there's no dirt in Rodeo Drive, I guess. <laughs> I would be. They need someone like me. Oh, look! I think any union would be uh, lucky to have you as its leader. Yeah. Um, also, any army. <laughs> I could be a good. I could be a good general. I'd be a terrible soldier, but I could. I feel like I could move troops around. <laughs> you know. You just end up being the general, like in Pads of Glory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> just sending them to the slaughter. <laughs> well, you cowards! I'll have you hung. Um, there's more going on than just residuals, though. There's bigger. There's there's other things. I know. I know. That's all you care about is residuals. <laughs> but uh, a bank went under. First Republic. This is the big deal. Another bankruptcy. See. Mm-mm. This uh, I don't know if it's actually it wasn't technically a bank. My intro was fraudulent, perhaps because uh, well, no, because my butcher shop's going bankrupt. So there is multiple. There's a Kellogg's yeah. diner in my butcher shop, and almost this. How long do you think until like the whole thing collapses and we can become uh, king and queen of the ashes? You think we're gonna be king and queen of the ashes? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> there's, there's, there's like 50 million guns in this country. We don't have any of them. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna be king of the ashes. What, what are you smoking? <laughs> what What are we using to subdue like the the Mad Max hordes or plucky charm? Look, we don't need guns. We just need people with guns. Oh right! No, the whole reason you buy an AR-15 is to follow someone like me, <laughs> a, a, a blowhard, a fat blowhard who wants who won't show up about pigeon meat. No, that's why you buy a fucking assault rifle. <laughs> anyway. um... First Republic Bank. So I don't know exactly what this is. It's not a very fun story. We'll, we'll spend a couple minutes talking about it. What's, what's the article say? Uh, this is, okay. Regulators took over First Republic Bank and sold a substantial chunk of its, of its assets to J.P. Morgan Chase, marking the third major bank failure in the U.S. in less than two months. The federal deposit... Cares. <laughs> Cares. Okay. Honestly, who gives a shit? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's a big deal. The FDIC briefly took control of First Republic over the weekend before overseeing the sale and uh, in what is described as a hugely competitive bidding process. Oh, that's uh, nice. It's like it's it's, it's kind of it, it sounds almost like a bunch of like those like eighteen nineteenth century grave robbers, <laughs> the ones who sold the stuff to like the, the med schools, were like bidding on like a, a young woman's corpse. <laughs> Very competitive as this institution just collapsed. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, look, JP, it, it's interesting that, you know, because Jamie Dimon's kind of, it is JP Morgan or JP Morgan Chase or whatever, mm. which is not the same. I don't, is it even related to the JP Morgan of, uh, of history? I'm not even sure if it is. It might be. I think it might be one of those things kind of like Chase Bank where like it's, ba- there's the Treasury Secretary under Lincoln, I believe, was Salmon Chase. Mm. And uh, I think he was the one pushing greenbacks or something. I, I don't remember exactly. Anyway, they they but you would think oh when you find that out you go oh is that where Chase Bank came from? We're like well sorta they just named it after him as a scam basically. Right. And I I think the J P Morgan thing might be that or maybe not maybe maybe it is his company but I have a feeling it's not I feel like they just named it J P Morgan. Mm. But they well either way it's been around for a hundred years and they buy everything every time a collapse happens. Jamie Dimon's out there with his, you know, pigeon paws, just, <laughs> just sucking up the banks. Uh, I don't know. I mean, what, what, this is this is capitalism for you. Mm. It doesn't really work, but uh, there's always at least one rich guy who will just, you know, give you give you ten cents on the dollar for your for your wife. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Our government invited us and others to step up, and we did. J.P. Morgan Chase CEO Jamie Dimon said in a statement. The acquisition modestly benefits our company overall. It is accredited to shareholders. It helps further advance our wealth strategy, and it's complementary to our existing franchise. Oh, God. 
Just, just, just put your dick, take your dick out and just fuck the guy. <laughs> Will you? This is really optimal. What's the point of being like that powerful and rich if you got to talk like that? <laughs> Why don't you just be like, we fuck, look, these guys are fucking chumps. I'm, I'm a big dick swinging dick. And, and uh, I took what they, what they couldn't keep. I'm Jamie fucking Diamond. <laughs> Why would you be rich and also be that? Duh, it really optimizes our strategy. Customers. <laughs> so now, now someone feed me a mayonnaise sandwich. These rich people eat terrible food. Mm. Just blah. Probably eating boiled chicken. That's why it's why he's healthy. <laughs> anyway. Did, did you ever hear did you ever see that article? Like I feel like it kind of got memed, like that article about um how Jeff Bezos makes pancakes. <laughs> with a with a gun to a woman's head. <laughs> Make me pancakes, bitch. <laughs> Sorry, mom. <laughs> um, Tell me. Did you want to hear about it? No, I, I do. I, look, I, I made a joke. I'm sorry. Oh, but sorry. I, I do want to hear. <laughs> like, I, a, look, are you going to take this pancake seri- <laughs> re- recipe seriously I'm or on not? The, I'm, on the, on, I'm on the edge of my coffin right now. <laughs> Um, I mean, it's nothing crazy, but it's like, it's basically just him measuring out like way too much, like baking powder. Like he uses like a cup of baking powder in his pancakes or something. Wait, wait, wait. I'm not gonna let you off the hook here. <laughs> you, you, you brought up something that was completely apropos of almost nothing almost. Well, you were talking about how rich people don't eat well. Well, fine. But like, there's a story. I, like, <laughs> I, I need, now I need to know where you heard it. Okay. What, what the comment like was this a snarky article like how if he's measuring it all no, out no no it was like a gushing like bloomberg article or something like that where it was like it was it was this depiction of him making pancakes was supposed to kind of show how like com- how uh methodical he is about everything in his life so are you editorializing yourself that he had too much uh, pancake mix or whatever. I mean, I think that in the article he was objectively using too much baking baking powder. But the article didn't say that. You're just you're just I just know people. The people, people on the internet just noticed. This it. is how you win <laughs> against against billionaires. This is, look at this pus. So all the so much so much baking powder falling through his fingers. <laughs> what a fool! Yeah. You're a fool. <laughs> um, okay, so that's how Jeff Be- Jeff Bezos makes pancakes by measuring. I don't know what news is anymore. Where did you read this? <laughs> Bloomberg? It was some kind of like, it was an article in some kind of like, you know, kind of uh, Bloomberg or something like that. If World War II happened now, like, there'd be articles about Hitler where it's like, you know, he likes to play go fish. <laughs> like he killed six men and shit. Stop it. <laughs> oh, you know, Bezos is fucking makes pain. He's never touched a griddle in his life. <laughs> Even when he was a bold uh, failure, he never touched an oven. Yeah. I guarantee you, all he eats is toaster strudel and, and adrenochrome. <laughs> Making pain. I mean, honestly, it's like, this sounds like, this sounds like whatever his article was, like, this is the first time he ever went into his own kitchen. <laughs> um, and he's measuring this thing like he's making meth. Yeah. I don't even, I don't even, I can't even picture what you're telling me. <laughs> this is insane. Um. Anyway, so first national bank. So JP Morgan wins. This bank, you know, no one lost their deposits, I guess. I don't know. I don't, this is so much less sexy than the, than the last banking crisis. 
when, when everything was on the brink. Things need to be on the brink. You know, because there's no, like, contagion. It's just, like, interest rates are too high. We made bad investments. There needs to be, like, a, an entire sector of the economy that just freezes. Mm. And then and that gets the juices flowing. Right. It's like, you know, back in 08, like, toxic assets, uh, mortgage-backed securities, all that shit, right? The, oh, like, we, 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 we gave people loans they couldn't afford, <laughs> and, and we bundled them up. So, so by juices flowing, you mean, like, People losing their whole life. Well, well, yeah, but yeah. I'm saying is, but like, but I'm, my point is, I was getting to it. On top of that, like, you, oh, this is terrible. And then out of nowhere, it's like, oh yeah, AIG, this insurance company. They're just like they've been giving everyone weird insurance on these crazy bonds. Like what? <laughs> yeah, it's gonna collapse everything. Like an insurance company. Mm. We need like a, a business, like an institution, like the Kellogg's Diner needs to be embroiled in this banking scandal, mm. or but something real. Like what? <laughs> What what could what could what could get get us going? What if what if uh, Sesame Street? What what if Sesame Street was a Ponzi scheme? <laughs> That's what we need. We need B- Big Bird to be taken down a peg, and not because I hate Big Bird or I give a shit or Jim Henson, whatever. He died of AIDS, right? Jim Hen- no, to get cancer. Oh, well, whatever. <laughs> uh, but the point is. Uh, but like, you know, we, we need to lose something. No one even knows what first Republic bank is. We need to lose like, uh, Dutch boy paint. Mm. Doesn't make any sense, but the point, but it's something you took for granted. Right. For me, it was like, you, I, there'd always be paint stores and Dutch boy paint. And like, that's gone. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Yeah. I don't think I'm making it clear. Um, Nintendo needs to go out of business. Right. We need to lose things. I don't know. Look, it, <laughs> by need, by need, like what, 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 do you, what need do you think it would fulfill? Um, some kind of like Russian esque, and not only, not only in the sense of like they understand drama, right? The Russians, they understand pain. Like you need a tra- a Dotsi- a Dostoevsky, is that his name? Yeah, da- Dostoevsky. Yeah. Dostoevsky, a, a Dutch boyevsky uh, <laughs> kind of experience, like sure. a, like a rags to a, Dick- a Dickensian moment. Mm. We need something. We need to be invaded by China. Something. This country's just circling the drain. <laughs> um. I mean, they, I mean, they they are sending a lot of those balloons over. Maybe we could all unite over that. Maybe I could get in the balloon. How come nobody with a gun has shot a shot a Chinese balloon yet? Um. Like, I mean, if, if guns are of any use, I'm like, pretty sure people just shoot at them. They're pretty high up and they're huge. Mm. It's not like a. It's not like a. I know you're picturing like the Wizard of Oz and like and, and the and the wizard, but these things are like the size of like a, like school buses, mm. and um, I think they do shoot on them. Or I don't know why isn't anyone with a gun doing anything cool with a gun? Right. And don't say school. That's not. That's not cool. You know? <laughs> I'm talking about like, you know, it's like, yeah. There's like a, how many guns are in this country? A billion. There's a lot. Why isn't anyone like just uh I don't know, I'm not trying to encourage vigilantes, but like, you know marching marching for, for free health care. And don't tell me that the economy's gonna collapse if we do that. Who cares? <laughs> or why you know, or why don't you stop rapes with your gun? If guns are so important, why don't you go stop rapes? I've never heard of a school I I've heard of of of, of, of a, gu- a person with a gun stopping a mass shooting. 
Right. Which seems like, like it at best cancels itself out. Sure. But I've never heard of a gun stopping anything that would happen without guns. Like, it's like, I've never heard of, like, a gun. Yeah, I've never heard of a gun stopping. I've seen, I've seen, look, to be, I don't want to be a bootlicker here, but I've seen, I've seen video now, because we live in the age we live in, of cops shooting a guy who was, like, stabbing and raping, like, a 10-year-old girl. Really? Yes. Cops aren't, like, they do stuff. This idea that cops. No, but that just seems like a lucky thing, that, like, the cop would just be there. Well, it was, but, but well, it was yeah, a city. you're right. It was I meant more like civil, citizen justice. I'm saying is if you, like, if you, if you, you should have to stop five rapes if you want an assault rifle. Mm. And then people uh, go, oh, the AR-15 is not an assault rifle. Who cares? It's you, a big gun. If you want the big gun, you have to stop rapes. Rather than just giving the judge ultimate say in whether someone gets a gun, because I know that's a complaint about liberal places, right? right? Is that a judge always kind of has like full discretion about whether or not to give you a gun, even yeah. if you're like you're on paper a model citizen, right? But um, that would be a great alternative to that trial period. You get a gun for like two months, and you've got and, and in those two months you got to stop like five rapes. I'm cursed with a, a modicum, a modicum, modicum. modicum? Malcolm of intelligence. <laughs> uh, I'm, I, I can't do anything with it. I make no money with it. Uh, I'm not, you know, Noam Chomsky. And apparently he was on Epstein's plane, but that's besides the point. I, I heard that this week. Uh, point, or maybe not the plane, but he, he was friends with Jeffrey Epstein or something. Mm. I don't know. And then the guy asked him about it. He's like, oh, mind your business. <laughs> I think he literally says something like, "My you know, first of all, it's none of your business or anyone's. <laughs> uh, whatever. Point is, uh, I've already poked a hole in my plan. Because they'll just, they'll just... You, oh, I need a gun. Let me let me like start raping someone and then just shoot. Well, like they'll just they'll just create rapes, right? To shoot, there'll be a cottage industry. Right. Are we gonna get like demonetized for saying rape fifteen times? <laughs> Maybe. Whatever. We're not gonna get our ten cents. <laughs> uh, we're bleak. Should we start saying essay? That's the. Was that? Is that? That's okay. the, I think that's the algorithm-friendly way of saying it. But oh, okay. I thought you were, you were like ASA. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I mean, what, what 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 would be the objection of of of, of a guy like me screaming um, S A um, over and over again? <laughs> like, why would that be objectionable content? <laughs> you tell me that, YouTube. Well, you're afraid someone's going to get triggered by some maniac screaming <laughs> about how, like, someone should have guns and then reminding you of the time. Uh, I don't want to bring up a vivid story of S.A. <laughs> let's just move on. Let's move on. Uh, <laughs> let's do one more little story. What we got here? We got, oh, Hunter Biden. What's this Hunter Biden thing? Oh, yeah. Hunter Biden appears in Arkansas court for hearing in paternity case. Is uh, so he's going to be a daddy? <laughs> I think he's already a daddy. Oh, he has kids? Uh, yeah, and, and uh, the wife is basically saying, uh, you know, he, he ignored uh, court orders to turn over his financial records. He's a crack addict. Yeah. <laughs> Do you I mean, think there's anyone? I mean, it is weird that there is this whole controversy over a story about his laptop, but it's like it. And, and and free speech implications about it or whatever, but but like but because separately from that, mm. just kind of knowing the broad strokes of who he is, he's yeah. got to be one of the most like embarrassing political relatives who's ever existed. Oh, I mean, I, I I wasn't around for it, but there was um, Billy Carter, I believe, 
What was the deal with Billy Carter? He was just, I don't, I, I get vague. I mean, I never read about him, I'm, I'm, but like I heard like vague things about how he was just kind of a ne'er-do-well. Mm. And he, I think once Carter got in the office, he, uh, he, he started his own beer company. Well, probably someone co-opted him. And it's called Billy Beer. And uh, <laughs> but, but, I mean, most uh, Roger Clinton was a kind of a, a black sheep a little bit. I think he was just kind of a, you know, a putz, mm. probably. He's a Zodiac killer. I don't know. Maybe right. Somewhere well, in between. Well, there's Trump. Trump had a brother who was like, actually, he wasn't even a, a, I don't think he was even a black sheep. He just like was, a, he was actually just like a pilot who I think struggled with alcoholism. But right. like. But the, the fact I think the I think the fact that he was a pilot made him more of a black sheep than the alcoholism. <laughs> <laughs> um, the point is, but yeah, my point is, yeah, he's got to be. He's got to be the worst. I mean, is there any? Are there any presidential relatives who like joined the the, the Viet Cong during Vietnam, <laughs> uh, or something like that? Like right. any, any actual traitors? Mm. I don't know. Like, I don't know what the Hunter Biden thing is. He's definitely. Admitted to being a crack addict. Is he selling influence? I mean, it just seems so odd. I, I I don't disbelieve it. The idea that he was like basically on behalf of Joe Biden selling uh, influence to Burisma or whatever in the Ukraine. It's just like, what is Biden's like 90? Look at his life now. Right. Like, did he need that to afford the Peloton? <laughs> you know, like. And his, and his, like, you know, patchouli oil or whatever the hell he styles his hair with. Like, what does he need, like, you know, foreign, you know, dark money for? Mm. He's like, he's going to, he just wants, he wants, he wants Borders Originals. And, like, well, and, he's and, got like, a crackhead son to take care of for the rest of his life. I mean, that's the thing. It's just like, you know, if anything, I feel like, well, who knows? I mean, what <laughs> you, snake eating his own tail. Yeah. Hunter Biden sells Biden's influence, and Biden agrees to that because he needs to take care of Hunter Biden. Yeah. What's so expensive? I mean, honestly, a, a man of means, he's a man of means. He can afford to buy his own crack, you know, or re, rehab, whatever. Rehab's expensive. Crack is cheap. Honestly, if I was in his shoes, just buy more crack. Right. I mean, people, it, it, look, are your kids on this laptop? Uh, there might be. Yeah. There might be. Like, yeah, like, it, it definitely seems like, it It seems like the wind blows that way. How does this. Abu Ghraib, we have, like, but pyramids of, of naked men being tortured in Abu Ghraib, and that leaks, but, like, somehow they keep mum about their little laptop. <laughs> I don't understand. Should we read some of this? Yeah, sure. Uh, Hunter Biden, the son of President Joe Biden, appeared in an Arkansas court Monday for a hearing in a paternity case. An Arkansas woman who is a mother of one of his children alleged that Hunter Biden has ignored court orders requiring him to turn over records about his finances. She asked an Arkansas judge to hold him in contempt and send him to jail. Do you think it is all, uh, is it possible that this, this woman has ever met him? And it's all, because it's all, like, the, the whole crux of this seems to be that this oil company or natural gas company in Ukraine gave him a bunch of money to give to his daddy. Right. Is this an end run to do that? You know? Like, oh, uh, maybe. Like, uh, like oh, and, like, and he doesn't know who he's, like, had sex with or not. You know? He doesn't, mm. he can't keep track of where his dick is. I mean, it's... <laughs> right. He, he, he feels like he, he's constantly, like, just scratching these bugs on his... There's no bugs. Right. But he feels like there's bugs. Sure. Because he's a crack addict. <laughs> and I feel bad for him. But it's also, you know... I mean, there by the, by the grace of uh, of not knowing where to get crack, go I. <laughs> uh, the if, woman. If I ever find a place to get crack, 
Watch out. <laughs> oh, it's going down. I do not have a lot of friends. <laughs> Uh, the woman, London Roberts. Fake name. Spelled L-U-N-D-E-N. What? Who fucks a woman named London spelled like that? I mean, does she have a, like a, you know, vagina? <laughs> or ass? <laughs> or ass. Any kind of hole? Either one. Any hole? <laughs> it doesn't, you don't even, you don't I'm even need both holes. I love the idea of this crackhead. Is trying to get off with some whatever woman, and, and, but he's wait. You spell it with a U? <laughs> no. He literally was telling like reporters that he was like going through his carpet on the hands and knees trying to find crack nuggets or whatever. Not nuggets, rocks. Mm. Little crack or pellets. I don't mean, they weren't even full rocks. Pellets. I mean, he didn't say pellets, but basically he was implying like little bits of crack, flakes. Yeah, crack crystals. He wasn't dropping full nuggets or. I keep saying nuggets, uh, full rocks, you know. Point is, that guy doesn't know where his dick is. He <laughs> doesn't care where the you go is in the name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the woman accused Biden of failing to provide discovery in the case, saying that he is playing games with this court. I mean, this is... A, look, this is a, <laughs> what? This is, I mean, look... I don't know what to make of this guy. If he's a if he is a pedophile, he is the most brazen pedophile. <laughs> I mean, no, I don't think I. I would assume that if the uh, allegations are true, mm. that it's not necessarily like little kids. It might just be like an under, it, like a literal like. Well, minor. sure, you would think. Yeah. That, and look, I, who knows? I mean, I, I have and I never sought them out. I never looked at it. It wasn't whatever. But like, I've seen people like post on Twitter like these pictures. Like, this was Hunter Biden's laptop, and it's like some like ten year old girl in like fake. I mean, it was they were clothed, but like you know, fake stripper outfits or something. Mm. And it's like, is that that can't be real, <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, he would be the most brazen pedophile known. I mean, known to history, right? <laughs> Yeah. Are you sure that wasn't just the poster for cuties or something? It was like, it was a cute, it was a dark, it looked like a dark version of cuties. I mean, I don't, I can't control what Elon Musk puts on Twitter. Sure. You know, he's, he's opened the floodgates of, uh, of, uh, of fun, <laughs> I guess. And, uh, point is, I'd love to know what he's up to. This, this hunter guy. Can you imagine if he didn't do any of this? Can you imagine that you're, you're, you're coming off a crack addiction? Assuming he didn't do anything. Assuming he didn't get paid by Verissima. He's not sleeping with kids. He's not, you know, whatever. The laptop's got nothing but a wordle and, and, you know, bang, and bang bus. Yeah. You know, good old-fashioned bang bus. Not, never hurt anybody. You can have bang bus legally. You know. Sure. Point is, imagine, like, you, you, like, you, you beat crack, and then this is your whole life now? <laughs> oh, Yeah. I mean, but you honestly, the thing that surprises me is just that, like, once the the laptop thing happens, yeah, and you get the media to kind of cover it up for you, like, right? They did, it, they did cover it up, right? Yeah. They definitely did cover it up. <laughs> There's get, something on the laptop, right? Yeah. All right. You get you get a co a good cover up going on that. You would think you would do everything in your power after that. You would have a team just constantly, like twenty four seven surveillance. Where is he going to get a team? I'm kidding. He's the president's right. son. Yeah. He has secret. Does he, he have secret like service? This woman, this shouldn't be happening. Well, they, they should be making sure. They should be like making sure I've, all of his stuff is above board. You think? Like, you think Joe Biden should put a chastity belt on Hunter? A little key. <laughs> that's 
<laughs> I'll unlock your I'll unlock your your panty lock, whatever you call it, your chastity. But I guess you, whatever. <laughs> uh, if you what, when would you do it? What would the stip- stipulation be? When would Joe Biden unlock his son's little <laughs> uh, virginity lock? I'm just I, I don't know what you're saying. Like, this be- shouldn't happen. Like he has sex with a woman. No, no, but I know, I know, but like they should be, they he should have like a team of lawyers that are going like, okay, we've got to release the financial right. We oh, can't. the Michael Clayton guys just having their kills. Is what you're saying? <laughs> or that, yeah. that too. I don't think so, but I don't think he should. Well, I don't think it would be morally right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a very, it's a very bizarre thing. It doesn't. I mean, it's been going on for years now. Yeah, he has to be the devil. Mm. If not, this is the saddest thing in the world. This right. is like. This is like the guy from the, that movie, The Terminal, which I didn't watch. But they made him stay in an airport for 40 years or whatever the plot is. I don't know what happened. Or like Rudy, where he, like, but if he didn't get to play in, the, in that game at the end. And he's just some schmuck at Notre Dame. I mean, like, imagine, uh, like, it's got to be so surreal. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I've, had, I've gone to bars occasionally when I'm too drunk, and I've broken a few glasses. And I've screamed at people. <laughs> like, but I mean, like, imagine, like, you know, you get off your crack binge and it's just the, half the nation hates you and the other half, like, doesn't like you. <laughs> not really. No one likes him. He's not, like, a charming guy. He's kind of decent looking, right? He is kind of decent looking. You should be so much better than a movie. <laughs> put, him, put him in Aquaman 3. Oh. Should we talk? No. Should we talk about um, we'll end it on this real quick. Yeah. Amber Heard. <laughs> this is a big deal. Amber Heard supposedly is in the new Aquaman movie. Why is this controversial? Well, uh, there is some suspicion that uh, some fan petitions were going to effectively get her get her cut from the movie and that's have not how Hollywood works. and have her, her uh, you know roles reshot. I think that like at some point, you know, because this whole Johnny Depp Amber Heard thing it, it, it started a long time ago at this point. Yeah, it's been years. And um. I think that these petitions were started sort of on the heels of that of Kevin Spacey being removed mm. from that movie. The, all, oh, the, all the oh, money in the world. Oh, the, the iconic film. Yeah, this is the Kane of our, of our time. <laughs> right. Sure. And, uh, and I think they like thought like, oh, well, you know, if it, they do. You it, think they regret that, by the way? You think they like look back a year later? Like, Wait, why did we waste all that money? No one cares. <laughs> no one cared either way about our dumb movie. Oh yeah, no, they didn't get any credit for <laughs> we it. We spent like, like fifty million, like we we like putting Christopher Plummer into that fucking role, <laughs> and like no one gave a shit. Yeah, nobody was like, no, there was no even like kind of good press around it being like this right. was this was the right move on your part. Everybody was just kind of like, well, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, it, it almost felt like people were like, you know, well, you why'd you hire a scumbag in the first place? Right. Yeah. I mean, it is kind of like you already pay. I think they, I think Hollywood figured it out pretty quickly after that. That it's like, look, if you already paid the person, just use them. It's yeah. like, just use the negative press around it. Sure. You know? Yeah. It's better than trying to get on like the good side of, I don't know. Right. Whoever's demanding whatever. Of, of Hunter Biden. Of Hunter Biden. <laughs> we already paid him. <laughs> it's not, it sounds like something Hunter Biden would say about a hooker. Look, like, like, we already paid her. Let's fuck <laughs> Anyway, so Amber Heard, I mean, I, the, do these people not want her to work anymore? I guess not. Um, I think, I mean, I, I'm still rooting for her to have some kind of, like, crazy, uh, you know, career comeback, but in really weird roles. I mean, it does seem like she cut his finger off, right? But also, he was not a good guy. I don't know. Like, he seems, didn't, he got drunk and, like, and, and, and like kick, try to kick her out of an airplane or something? 
Uh, I don't pay that much attention. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't. I, I, neither of us really paid that much imagine, attention. Imagine, look, I mean, imagine caring that much about your gender. You know, like, like I'm a man. I'm a man. I got to stand up for men. <laughs> it's like Johnny Depp is, I mean, he, he's not like, uh, he's not Keanu Reeves. Right. You know, he's not giving people like, Keanu Reeves is just like a, a very charitable guy, I think, and a nice guy. Johnny Depp would, would, wouldn't, what do you think would happen if I, if I tried to fucking get, you know, ask Johnny Depp if he can get me some duff meat? <laughs> Honestly, I could see him kind of uh, you know, do, do, helping you out. You're my, you're, yeah, the hell with Amber Heard. You're right. He would. He probably would be my friend. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm with you, Johnny. Um, Look, is this petition still active? Can we? Can we get? Can we? Can we torpedo this? Uh, this this awkward dunce. <laughs> dunce. She's gonna be in it. All right, it's happening. Aquaman too. I never saw the first Aquaman. It's not the career. It's not the post Johnny Depp career tra- trajectory I would want for her. I want her to like play weird. I want her to do weird roles. I want her to play um like what? Like a I want her to like show up in like an Italian movie about a mime and she's the mime. Well, I thought you were gonna say like a woman who's half a fish, but not a mermaid. <laughs> but she just has gills on her neck and she's just like has a poor like um like 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 not not even salt water, just like um like what's that stuff you get in the in the, in the, the, in the what the, hey. the, the, the sterilized water. Oh, yeah. she's always like she's always like the whole movie is her just like going to different CVSs and buying jugs of sterilized water or whatever they call it. alcohol. No, what do they, they call that stuff? It's like ster- it's it's not sterilized, but something distilled water. Mm. Just to pour distilled water on her neck all the time and just <laughs> bothering people. <laughs> well, but I guess no, I guess the mime's also weird too. <laughs> anyway, um, should we get her on the show? I, I would love to have her on the Amber, show. Amber, come on the show. Do you think she watches this? Do <laughs> you think she heard me kind of shit on her before, and now it's, like, awkward? <laughs> Maybe a little bit. But, we, you know, it, I think we could sell this. Look, we'll bring her on. I'll be the good cop, good cop you're, bad cop. You're six signatures away from losing your career. You really should, you know, not don't, don't thumb your nose at me. <laughs> That's my di- di- diplomacy. Anyway. What do you think she would come? How much do you think it would cost to get her to be the new? Uh, to get her to be basically like the cump mascot. The, I, what you have to tell me what that means. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. She just like kind of do. The cump, uh, like, are we gonna have her like in a cage? No, no, no. Well, just, mascots go in cages, you know. <laughs> mascots don't go in. Well, trains. not like the ones who are like men inside of suits, but like you know, like it, it, some schools have like you know, like a, like a, like a, like a cat or. a... Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking of her as a man in the suit. She comes on and everybody's got to do a shot or something. Yeah. She's not a mascot. She's like a hype hype, hype girl or something. Hype girl. The a come sh- hype girl. She'll be the come shot girl. Mm. You, ever, you ever go to those clubs where like those hot girls go around and they, and they try to sell you shots of Jaeger? <laughs> and you like, get lost. <laughs> uh, that, but she could do that with us, but we're just she's just feeding us uh, schnapps. Mm. Peach and peppermint schnapps. I've never had schnapps. No, no, it's good. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> All right. Anything <laughs> to add? Or, or? <laughs> I don't think so. Amber Heard, come on the pod. Thanks so much for tuning in. Yeah, Amber, stop being stuck up. Uh, <laughs> thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, 
please look. I, I should say this before um, an hour and a half goes by and everyone's might be gone. Like and subscribe. Uh, apparently, it helps us. We wouldn't know, but I think it, I think it would improve the situation if you if she subscribes to this show. What are you doing? Subscribe and like it, and, and tell and tell your your teacher about it. Tell tell, tell the guy you're sleeping with, you know, that your husband doesn't know about. Just help us. <laughs> if you like the show, which of course you do, it's amazing. We have a Patreon. And it's not one of those Patreons where, like, we'll put you in the credits, you know, which that's fine. It's each their own. But we give you more content for the money. Mm. You know, when, oh, you're, you get a little, like, some people give you these things where, like, we'll give you a, like, a little bonus, like, you know, I thought someone was doing like, a little game or something. No, 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 we give you a full hour every week for five bucks a month. It's a nice deal. Pretty good. It's a nice deal. You get something for your money. How many, how many, how many people can say that anymore? <laughs> Anyway, you can do that if you like, patreon.com slash Otherwise, uh, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Have a great week.